And they thought we were just having fun in the drunken glory. Oh, it's so much fun. It's actually Christian maturity. To be drunk, not on alcohol, but be filled with the Spirit of God, as you're commanded to in the Apostle Paul's epistles. The glory is the seven spirits of God. Did you know that? We've always known, hopefully we've always known, that the Holy Spirit is the glory of God because otherwise, what is this presence? <laughs> What's this joy? How did, how did I get saved out of such tremendous darkness and hell on earth and have demons cast out of me every day for three months in Teen Challenge from October 99 to January 2000? How did that happen? Oh, it says in the Bible, if by the Spirit of God we drive out demons, then you know the kingdom of heaven has come upon you. So that we have the Spirit of God. And what was that physical manifest glory cloud in my room for seven days that I'd never seen before when I was in Teen Challenge in the year 2000 during Spiritual Emphasis Week? We had a powerful prayer team come from Virginia out to Minneapolis, Sherby Long, and about ten other of his brothers and sisters who had been fasting water only for two weeks. When they stepped into the sanctuary in South Minneapolis, the whole place became electrified with a physical manifest glory cloud. I'd never seen it before. Not like that. I mean, it was thicker than the fog of Oregon and Washington. I mean, it was fog indoors. And it was the physical manifest glory of God. These people had sacrificed their bodies to, to become temples of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit was so strong in their life that you could see the Holy Spirit. Do you know what seeing the Holy Spirit is? The glory of God. And God wants us to understand everything about Himself. You know, not just like some people that only have elementary teaching, but Hebrews says, we go past elementary teaching into training in righteousness. Don't you realize that's written in the book of Hebrews? After 2,000 years of having the Holy Spirit, hopefully some Christians have gone beyond elementary, basic Christian teaching. The foundations of salvation are wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. But let's get into the meat of Hebrews and the book of Revelation. The two most important books of the entire Bible for the Bride of Christ to become mature. A priesthood of Melchizedek Bride. Don't you realize that's the only priesthood of the entire New Covenant? What are these Christians doing if they're not in the priesthood of Melchizedek? They're not even in the New Covenant priesthood. In the book of Hebrews, Jesus Christ, and we're the body of Christ, we better be in the order of Melchizedek, otherwise we're offering strange fire to the parishioners who are sadly perishing for lack of revelation knowledge. Knowledge of the glory. They don't have the knowledge of the glory. You talk about the things of the seven spirits of God and the glory of God and the throne of God. 
and the angels of God and the city of God. The lion and the lamb. The pearly gates of the city of God that you must enter. And the only price that you're asked to pay as you enter the gates is all the lies in your heads. That's what just goes poof. That's why most people can't enter the glory. They're not willing to sacrifice their souls. They actually love the sin of the lies of Belial, the Lord of the Flies. They love the lies in their souls more than the presence of Jesus Christ. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people no longer walk with us, no longer go deeper in the glory, no longer go from glory to glory, because they love serving that big, fat fly right in their brains. Belial, Lord of the Flies, has turned brains into maggot farms since the fall of Adam and Eve. And it's like people everywhere are just celebrating their maggot farms. Maggot farms. That's not an exaggeration. The prophet Isaiah calls the righteousness of human beings used tampons. No wonder why they, the religious people in Isaiah's day sawed him in half through the belly with a wooden saw. Because he said all of Israel's righteousness was like used tampons. One translation says filthy rags, but it's actually menstrual cloths. That's what's written in Hebrew. They killed them. They murdered them. Sawed them in half. Because people want righteousness of their own, but none will ever be given them. Human pride is the abomination that causes desolation that sets itself up in the temple of the Holy Spirit, your brains. That's all we're really dealing with. Everyone knows rebellion's wrong. Everyone knows smoking crack and smoking cigarettes is sin. And drinking too much alcohol is obviously wrong. But what people don't realize is equally diabolical is practicing religion in their brains. That, in fact, is the sin in the Bible called sorcery. (laughs) Religion is sorcery. The potent sorcery of Babylon the Great is having millions and millions and millions of Christians around the planet all locked up in Babylonian Sumerian ziggurats called church buildings made by human hands, practicing star day, sun day, starlight right through their brains in the tree of the knowledge of good. Every single one of them is a Luciferian Christian. Is it that bad? Yeah, that's exactly what's wrong with the entire world. I just summed it up. And you know what? I guarantee it on the blood of Christ, I'm right. This thing is exactly like the Matrix. The whole world's deceived. Satan deceived the whole world in a Galatians 3.1 bewitchment. These people got born in the Spirit. Millions of them. I went through the assemblies of God. We had 10 million speaking in tongues Christians. (laughs) But they all try to finish in the flesh what began in the spirit. They build buildings and structures around all their spiritual experiences. Next thing you know, they're selling them. They're marketing books. They're selling advertisements. They turn my father's house into a marketplace. Everywhere. Everywhere. 
Is there any Christians in the world that haven't turned our Father's house into a marketplace selling books, selling their testimonies? That testimony belongs to Jesus. People, I mean, it's sin. The charismatic church is sin. And I love the charismatic church. I'm just, I love you people so much, I'll literally tell you the truth. And if you agree with me, you'll get set free tonight. I'm not here to hate on anyone. I'm only here to pour out the spirit of truth on all flesh and show you that there is a much higher way of doing things outside the world system of Babylon the Great. You can live outside Babylon the Great. Never did any true apostle and prophet work within Babylon. Are you kidding me? That is the exact disqualification of becoming a true prophet of God and a true apostle of God. Working within Babylon disqualifies you from any service of heavenly Jerusalem. Heavenly Jerusalem and Babylon the Great war against each other. Heavenly Jerusalem is the mind of Christ. Babylon the Great is the beast mind, the unrenewed mind, the darkened mind of every single person still human. A human being is a fallen sinner. The greatest travesty of Christianity is human beings trying to be Christians. It's impossible. No wonder why you're frustrated. No human being can do Christianity. Only Christ can do Christianity. It's like a worm trying to be a And what is Christ? Bird. What is Christ? The seven spirits of God are Christ. The sevenfold Holy Spirit is the anointing that made Jesus of Nazareth Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He was called Jesus, the son of whatever, Joseph. But not after he got baptized. Mm-mm. He was not the son of Joseph after that. When the Spirit descended upon him in the form of the dove, that anointing, the sevenfold Spirit of God, because he got up in his temple, the synagogue at Nazareth, right after this in the Bible, and he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He did not have the sevenfold Spirit of God upon him before that. He was not Jesus Christ before the Spirit descended in the form of the dove. I know He was the Messiah. I'm not trying to trick you or anything. I'm just telling you, this thing is all about the seven spirits of God. The entirety of Christianity is about the seven spirits of God. This is the fulfillment of every promise to every prophet, priest, and king, old covenant and new. To Enoch, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to Ezekiel, to Jeremiah, to Daniel. What we have in the New Covenant that we have just not understood because of so much religion and so much satanic attacks upon the covenant people. I mean, we have been at war against the dragon. So much war. So much confusion. But it is still a perfect covenant. And we now 
have the seven spirits of God. And it's being unfolded during this time in perfect understanding. Blazing understanding. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of knowledge. The spirit of counsel. The spirit of might. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord is in us and has become our very heart roots. That's how in the new covenant you can actually heal human hearts and restore them back to God perfectly and heal the crooked, wormy DNA. When you ask Jesus into your heart, He actually began healing you. And the unfolding of that seed that came in you is the healing of your heart. For every single one of our hearts is our DNA, our ancestral code. And our ancestrals, ancestors, they were cannibals. Our ancestors, they murdered. For any bloodline to still be here, do you realize the worst of the worst of the worst of the wicked are on the face of the earth today? Every single one of us is a murderer. Every single one of us is an adulterer. And you're a liar to think otherwise. What is written in that DNA code is murder. And you'd be lying to yourself to say otherwise. I didn't kill you. Your DNA says otherwise. That's the only reason why your bloodlines are even here. You had to kick, scream, tooth and nail, dog, eat dog through 6,000 years of hell to even be here. Truth anyhow. And yeah, maybe your great-grandpa got saved at Azusa Street and you've had 100 years of bloodlines that have actually started serving the Holy Ghost. But before that, I'm sure you ate your own children. And I'm not joking with you. All the stuff written in our heart has to be healed. That's actually the forgiveness of sin. The glorification of our hearts by the roots of David. Don't you understand the seven spirits of God become the roots of David in our hearts? What are the roots of David? Isaiah 11.2, the seven spirits of God. What is the Messiah? The seven spirits of God. What did He give us as salvation? The seven spirits of God. What have we been doing? We've been doing almost nothing in Christianity. Nothing. We've been messing around in Babylon, playing games in church, patty cake. It's a joke. And the fallen angels mock you. And if you really want to make a difference in the world, you're going to get into the seven spirits of God. You're going to get into the roots of David. You're going to get into the bright morning star. Going to get into the seven horns and the seven eyes of the slain lamb because that's the only reason Jesus Christ the Messiah died on the cross. Everything else is a mockery of the blood of the lamb. And all of the prophets of old are in the cloud of witnesses just watching people goof off doing all this religious activity that has nothing to do with the kingdom and doesn't advance God's will in the earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. (laughs) Seriously. We pray that prayer. But His will is accomplished by the seven spirits of God. Nothing has ever been done by God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ in the earth apart from the seven spirits of God. Never. Even in the Old Covenant, King David 
had the seven spirits of God, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. Do you understand? The entire redemption process for all mankind, back to God the Father through Jesus Christ, is by the seven spirits of God. Coming out of sorcery, coming out of darkness, coming out of religion, coming out of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, coming out of Satan, coming out of slavery, is coming into the glory of the seven spirits of God. The unfolding of Christian salvation. Wonderful time to be alive. And listen, we're not even that alive. We're not. I mean, what we settle for in complacent satisfaction is not the life and the standard of the Son of God. Do you understand what a covenant is? We have a blood covenant with the Almighty, the living God, the Holy One of Israel, the Maker of heaven and earth, the only God that is alive. Every other God is a devil. We serve the living God, the Holy One of Israel, the Mighty One of Jacob, the God and Father of Jesus Christ the Messiah. His life is our life. The blood covenant gives us all of His Zoe energy of the seven spirits of God as our heart life, as our soul life, and as our body life. So let every root of bitterness in your hearts be healed so you no longer have to drink from the fallen star wormwood bitter waters. Because that's what's caused all mental illness and all sickness and disease. They've been drinking from the throne of Satan. When you participate in sorcery, you're participating with the fallen angel wormwood. The angel formerly known as Lucifer. And that's why there's a root to bitterness because they're drinking the bitter waters. They're drinking the waters of sorcery. They're drinking the waters of religion. And they're coming into agreement with the accuser of the brethren. And they'll always be like Lot's wife, turning into pillars of salt. That's why, that's the only reason why there's sickness and disease in the world. The only way, do you realize how a human being works? A heart and a soul and a body. You're a trichotomy. You're a tripart being a temple. Like the t- Solomon's temple symbolized what a human body is. A heart, that's the holy place. A soul, your head, that's the inner court. And a body, that's your outer court. True story. So the only way for anything to exist in your outer court is if your heart is drying from dead places and from dead waters. Drinking Luciferian waters. (laughs) True. So if you cut your heart off from drinking fallen angel wormwood, fallen angel waters, immediately you'll start to get healed in your heart. And that's why your faces will light up with joy because you've actually practiced repentance, which means you turn from your sin. You turn from the sources that your heart once drank from. Lies. Things of this world. Sexual immorality. All things of the, of the devil. All things of Babylon. All things of darkness. 
All things of religion, all religions, all religions, all rebellions, and your heart changes and your heart only drinks from the seven spirits of God. I mean, is that reasonable? Because that's simply what faithfulness to the Holy Spirit is. And unless we have that foundation in our hearts, nothing will ever go right in our souls or our bodies or outside our bodies. And that's why there's a million things wrong with every Christian and every Sunday morning is a big boo-hoo service. A self-help club and how to try to fix up all these broken down, messed up Christians. Poor, sick, always needy, always having tons of problems. It's never smooth sailing with Christians. It's just clean up on aisle nine every single day in Christianity. And until our hearts get the seven spirits of God, it will remain that way. Until our hearts are faithful to the throne of Jesus Christ who sent the seven spirits of God, Revelation 5-6, seven horns, seven eyes, seven spirits, sent where? Pentecost into all the earth 2,000 years ago. Already done. The only issue is you and I being faithful to the seven spirits of God. To the glory of God written in our hearts. Faithfulness is almost entirely unknown in Christianity in 2017. Because people don't even know the seven spirits of God. Most of them don't even have their hearts right and rooted in the seven spirits of God, which is the unfolding of the seed you were born again in. There's been no... That seed is still like in a shell inside their heart. This ministry and every true ministry sent from God, unfolds the seed that you are born of. First John, born of the seed of the Word of God. <laughs> Have you been born again? Ask the Holy Ghost into your heart. Get born again again and start over. Humble yourself. And let that seed hatch so that you can have the roots of David consume your entire heart if you even want God in your life. Because people that reject the growing in God, like it's written, those who put their hand to the plow and turn back are not worthy of me. Jesus Christ's exact words. If you ever stop growing in the tree of life seed you've been born of, you always turn into Lot's wife. You always join the accuser and get ensnared into Satan's army. And next thing you know, we're fighting 100,000 Christians in America in Satan's army. <laughs> They're not Joel's army, Satan's army. Joel's army are the ones that are in the new wine. The ones that are happy. The ones that are victorious. The ones that don't have a million problems every day, clean up on aisle nine. The ones that have the big mops and all the anointing of the oil of joy that just clean up your souls every single day when you screw up. Gladly. That's our reasonable service. To love one another, to heal one another, to serve one another, the wine of the new covenant. As it's written in the Olds of Solomon, blessed are the ministers of that drink, the cup of salvation. Blessed are the ones that unfold the seed of salvation in your hearts. And I pray every single one of you matures in that seed so you can help every single person around you. Because it's time to get into the seven spirits of God and reign through this world. The ruling and reigning of the bride of Christ is by, hey, the seven spirits of God. The sevenfold Holy Spirit perfect presence 
before his throne. And it's true. Line of the tribe of Judah and the seven blazing torches. The seven blazing torches is the omnipresence of the Holy Ghost. But God the Father in His infinite wisdom has made sure that we sacrifice everything in order to actually understand it through experience by the yielding of territory in our heart and territory in our souls so that it's hidden and kept sealed from those that are still in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's why the brain only gets frustrated by this message. Until you're actually born again, and maybe you haven't been born again, just humble yourself and start over today. And and let the Spirit of God become your Lord. As it's written, the Spirit will lead them into all truth. Unless the Spirit has been the leadership of your life, you've never been a real Christian before. I mean, that's humiliating because most Christians haven't actually followed the Holy Spirit. That's not optional for salvation. <laughs> I mean, in this mentorship, false horror Babylon church, it's like following the Holy Spirit's optional. It's mainly about me and building my successful business. And, you know, I'll go to church on Sunday morning and maybe throw a $50 bill in the offering plate. But it's life's about me. It's not about the Holy Spirit. That is so satanic. Those people will be devoured in unquenchable fire. That's the chaff of his threshing floor. The filth of those who live for self and not the Holy Spirit. And God will forgive you when you rend your hearts and repent. Amen? Because he loves you. He just wants you to follow him because he's the leader. You're not. (laughs) The only leadership I have or any true leadership in the anointed Leadership of the body of Christ has is the leadership of the seven spirits of God. No human being can be a leader in Christianity. To be human is to be sinful. To be human is to be of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Leadership is only divine in Christianity. The bright morning star is the only one qualified to be your leader. The chief shepherd. And if there's any leadership in us, it's because the bright morning star, the Lord Jesus Christ, possesses our souls and speaks through our surrendered bodies. Do you understand what holiness is? You're a temple of holiness, not a temple of you. Religion makes you important, but you're not important. No, we're not important. The seven spirits of God's important. See, religion feeds ego. Religion feeds self. Religion's about you. Religion is satanic sorcery. That's what's wrong with everyone. They're full of sorcery. They're full of deception. We need to be full of the righteousness of God in Christ. We need to be full of the roots of David and the bright morning star. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. The life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who died for me. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Not you in you, the hope of glory. Christianity has zero to do with you. 100% to do with the seven spirits of God through your life surrendered to Him. The only problem is You're trying to do Christianity. That's the only thing wrong with the masses. People still have opinions. People still have ego. People still have 
self. There's no self in the kingdom. God was telling me today the reason why the masses haven't entered into perfect living in the glory and going from glory to glory in heavenly Jerusalem. And that's why so many turn away when they hear this ministry and I'm just sad to see them go all the time. I mean, it's just, why can't they stick around? It's because they're not willing to give up the lies in their head that are required to enter the pearly gates of heavenly Jerusalem. When you come through these big open pearls of the city of God, they're always open, but it strips your soul of all lies so people can't enter the pearl gates by believing lies. If there's lies in you that you hold on to, you will never get your minds renewed. You will never have heaven on earth. Only when you give up your souls to the Lord Jesus and trust Him that He knows better than you and let the refiner's fire and launderer's soap and let the transformation metamorphosis of your minds occur, will you ever experience greater glory through your minds. God wants to glorify you beyond imagination. But the price you pay is giving up all the lies in your head. I look at these thousands and millions of people. They love lies. They love lies. They love lies more than they love the presence of God. And the only thing that is needed for the presence of God to increase through your souls is the sacrifice of lies. That's all there is. That's all the difference between light and darkness is lies and glory. It doesn't mean necessarily you're going to get truths. It doesn't mean necessarily you're going to be filled with knowledge. But you will be filled with glory. You will be filled with love and joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. And as your souls enter the kingdom of heaven through the twelve pearl gates that eat and devour the lies in your heads. Then you'll be filled and flooded with the Godhead and reach full spiritual stature. That begins the training of the seven spirits of God. That is the entry point into the actual kingdom. All this other kingdom stuff, they're still outside the kingdom teaching about the kingdom. The kingdom is inside the pearly gates of heavenly Jerusalem. The city of God is the kingdom of God. And you enter in through the pearls by the renewing of your mind. That means you're going to have to let everything go. You'll be stripped of what you think you know. Let it go. I love it. I've never valued knowledge. I mean, it's, it's really just easy. Once you really become a disciple of the seven spirits of God, it is the funnest thing every day. I mean, because it's just ever-increasing glory. And we get addicted to His presence. We get addicted to His glory. We get addicted to His goodness. And it's just like, cool. I mean, just sacrifice everything every day so you have more heaven on earth. I mean, threaten me with a good time. <laughs> and that's the school of the seven spirits of God. The seven spirits of God is the glory of God, so you must have them in order to go from glory to glory. And then you get filled with life, not knowledge. So he's actually removing the knowledge. That's what's blocking you from entering the kingdom and having success in your souls. It's true. I know we, we have, there's revelation here and there's, there's bread and wine, but... Understanding this and having your soul having 
these experiences will be the breakthrough to enter the kingdom with your souls. Because once your souls are inside the pearly gates, and that's God's plan for every single one of you. <sighs> right now, today. I mean, it doesn't need to take 20 years of deliverance sessions. It's just like, okay, bam. If you, go, if you can agree with me during this broadcast, it can happen instantaneously. The angels are here, because did you know the seven spirits of God is the fuel of all the angels of heaven? They're fueled by glory, and guess what? So are we in our Christ nature. Our Christ nature is fueled by the seven spirits of God. That's the only way we go from glory to glory, because there's more of Him and less of us every single day. That's why there's more glory, because... You're not even there anymore. You're just a temple of the Holy Spirit, not a temple of you. <laughs> Amen. And you know what? It feels so good. In His presence is the fullness of joy. We're coming into a time of the seven blazing torches, which means we're coming into the fullness of joy this season in Joel's army. The army of the Lord is in the seven spirits of God, has been getting trained by the seven spirits of God, is in the roots of David. We're not in the shell anymore. It's not a shell. It's devoured our entire hearts, and the tree of life has grown into us and devoured our entire souls, and is coming out of our souls, and the leaves of the tree of life are the healing of the nations, and we're beginning to heal the nations. God said to me today, the seven spirits of God reign through all this world equally. So you can see those who are hardening their hearts towards the seven spirits of God, which is Christ, and those that are opening their hearts. Sheep nations and goat nations, and it will be in Armageddon. But guess what? We win. We will win so much. We will win everything. This is the most wonderful time to be in the living tree of life. The most wonderful time to be in the river of life. Most wonderful time to be in the king of glory, the author of life. Because all the enemies of life are being removed by the seven spirits of God, which is the spirit of life itself. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for it, and thank you for all these precious viewers. I pray for you guys every single day because it's so important to God that you grow in the seven spirits of God and grow in life, grow in joy, grow in the fruits of the Holy Spirit, grow in the roots of David, devouring your heart life, healing your DNA, devouring your soul life, filling your interior castle with the glory of God, shining ever brighter to the full dawn of day. So I pray the grace and the peace of the seven spirits of God flood your hearts, and flood your minds to overcome whatever you need to overcome in your lives. Drugs, alcohol, sexual morality, pornography, or even the most deceptive of all sins, the sorcery of religion. You can overcome it easily now by the seven spirits of God, which is the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. If the Holy Spirit puts it on your heart to partner with Red Letter Ministries, you can donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. <laughs> Shabbat.